Hello, everybody, and welcome to the NASDAQ Dorsey Wright podcast this week. Today is May the 17th. I'm Jay Greg Danny. Here joining me this week is Sarah Maley. Sarah, great to have you on. Yeah, good to be here. Good to see your face. Good to see faces. And it seems like, uh, at least as per the recent CDC announcement, we might be able to be seeing more faces uh, here in the coming days and weeks and months. Um, and, you know, what we wanted to do today is talk a little bit about what we've seen as a result of the impacts across one industry in particular, that industry being airlines, as a result and on the heels of the CDC announcement coming out last week and on the heels of a lot of individual states coming out and making assessments about the mask policy going forward as we move into the summer months with Memorial Day coming up not too far away at the end of May. That is typically the, the unofficial kickoff for summer uh, but, you know, as we move through uh, this this week in May, um, we saw some important and very interesting news that came out recently, Sarah, by a number of the individual airlines. Yeah, so today it looks like uh, we saw some news just about expanding flight schedules, um, which I personally have um, come into some tricky, uh, tricky scheduling here with, with Delta in particular, actually just any flight to Vegas. I've a trip I was supposed to go on is, was moved from Maryland, which is just a drive up the road, and Airbnb um, is now being moved to Vegas in uh, mid-July. So um, quite a change. Tickets jumped. I think they basically doubled from Friday after the news, um, with, you know, people getting excited that things are opening up. So, uh, you know, a little personally affected there. Um, but, yeah, they're, they're back. They said they're expanding flight schedules, and, um, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll see this, this industry that was hammered, uh, you know, Start to pick up. Yeah, and, and we'll let's talk about that in, in a minute. I mean, in in a in a world this week or, or this year where everybody's gotten used to seeing things double over the weekend, those things doubling were typically things like Bitcoin uh, or or other uh, type of cryptos. Oftentimes, didn't think about the price of airline tickets doubling over the course of the weekend. Um, and, and you mentioned the the hammering, the, the beating that a lot of these airline stocks took. I mean, obviously, uh, one of the hardest hit industries during the, the heart of the pandemic. And, it, it, you know, what's what's very, very interesting is as you as you go back and you, you assess some of the, the pictures and you look at some of these charts of individual airlines um, that that look positive now, you go back and you look at, and and you see a picture where, geez, back in you know February of last year, before really the big uh, impacts, before the big sell-offs were, were taking hold, you were seeing a lot of technical breakdowns from a number, not just one or two, but from a number of these individual airline stocks. Yeah, and we can see that reflected and also in that chart of jets. We were talking about that earlier before we started recording, but U.S. Global Jets ETF, symbol JETS, um, which has those names like Delta and United and Southwest. And um, just looking at that kind of as a broad representation of the airline industry here in the United States, we, we see that that fund actually moved down to a sell signal in February. So before that, you know, March March bottom there, um, gave consecutive sell signals and it fell as low as 11, around $11 from its, uh, its, its recent high there around uh, mid-30s. So, um, we saw this action really uh, across a lot of the charts, looks a lot very similar. Um, and what we've seen is back in November of, of 20, um, we saw a lot of these charts start to recover. Um, so whether that's from you know holiday travel, whatever, we did start to see a lot of those charts return to buy signals 
um, where they've given consecutive buy signals. Now we have seen pullbacks along the way. I think that this is an industry that's been very sensitive to um, vaccine news and rollouts and setbacks. Um, and uh, but we've seen some consolidation here in March. Uh, you know, over the past few months, actually since March. You know, I think just since the roll-off kind of uh, kicked off in the United States, but we're seeing some good support at 25 and 24.50 here on the chart of jets. Um, and, you know, we see that another consecutive buy signal there at 27. And it's, it's action like this that we're seeing reflected across a lot of the charts. Yeah, and it's, it's one of those reminders where we, we talk a lot about it, but, you know, oftentimes we see the technical picture lead uh, the fundamental news. And, and what I mean by that is when we look at the, the price movement of stocks, and that's what we do at Dorsey, right? We're really looking at the price movement of stocks, looking at uh, technical analysis, specifically point and figure, but, but technical analysis is really designed to monitor the movement of individual stocks from an absolute price basis as well as a relative basis. But you know, very often when we see things like that in, in, in airlines and nobody could have predicted uh, the, the extent and the degree to which things sold off last year. But when you look at a picture of those stocks back in February, giving sell signals, moving into negative trends, uh, weak attribute names, those are all just pieces of the equation, pieces of the puzzle. It wasn't until obviously a little bit later that the, the broader news came out. Um, but what's happening is investors are casting their votes and they are driving the movement of the price of the stock, whether that's selling stocks and creating more supply in the marketplace, or similarly, as you mentioned, at the end of last year, uh, August, October, November time periods of last year, where you were beginning to no longer see net new selling pressure on the market at large, but also a lot of these airline stocks to where they were nowhere near back to capacity, full capacity. They were nowhere near um, where they are today, but there were investors out there casting their votes and, and creating more new demand for those stocks and there was supply, uh, much in the same way now that the demand is has increased for individual airline prices or air, airline tickets, uh, like your situation, Sarah. And so you're seeing uh, those prices reflecting that as the, the supply has still is still limited. A lot of these airlines are still limiting capacity on the planes, and that will probably get relaxed at some point. But you have a situation where supply hasn't changed, but demand for those tickets has gone up, and that's caused the price of the stocks to move, uh, price of the tickets, airline tickets to move higher. And it's the same forces that we see uh, on stocks. If there's more demand for a particular stock than there are, are is supply, then prices are going to rise. And if there's more selling for a particular stock than there are, are buyers, then prices are going to fall. And if buying and selling pressure are equal, then prices are going to remain the same. And that's the the, the basic uh, law, Econ 101 of supply and demand. And that's when we talk about uh, the, the stock market, when we look at individual charts, when we talk about the point and figure methodology, really for us, it's, it's uh, the, a logical organized way of uncovering the imbalances between supply and demand in the marketplace. And what we wanna do is we want to be identifying and, and owning stocks that are being controlled by demand, i.e. those stocks that are moving higher, and also try to avoid those stocks that are being controlled by supply, i.e. moving lower, so helping manage risk um, in those in those scenarios. So the, I think the airline industry and a lot of individual individual airline stocks right now are, are great examples of how the point and figure methodology, how technical analysis can really help uncover some of those opportunities, both those opportunities of new demand, but but also uh, those opportunities, those stocks that may be uh, moving to sell signals and showing supplies and control. Yeah, and 
honestly, I will say that um, this gave me a really nice opportunity to teach my group chat about supply and demand. Um, so that, you know, got to throw in a little work stuff there. But um, one chart that we did notice today, I just wanted to bring to um, everyone's attention was UALs, United Airlines, um, which were one of the airlines that today um, announced that they were going to expand their summer flight schedule, which I will say I had that affect me as well because I have I had a pre-scheduled flight to Scottsdale um, at the end of next month, which, you know, I picked out the time, made sure I was going to get to the airport at not too early, but mid-afternoon. And of course, with all of this, they've reshuffled flights. So now I have to be at the airport very early. So I can't change that. But um, United Airlines announced that um, they're going to, you know, expand flight services. Um, and that particular fund or stock, excuse me, return to a buy signal. Well, that's uh, Sarah. I'm jealous of, of all these flights that you are are talking about taking and, and uh, may, may or may not be taking in some capacity. It's been um, quite some time now since I've been on a plane. But and that's, you know, that's the other interesting part, I think, that, that we're talking about here is just kind of anecdotally when we think about the airline industry. I mean, by and large, there's some business travel happening, but by and large, there's very, very little business travel that's, that's happening these days. And I know the airlines um, rely a lot on that outside of, you know, kind of the holiday uh, uh, travel season. So um, at some point that we will return to some kind of normalcy, uh, seemingly on, on the uh, on the uh, business travel side of things. And, and uh, um, so that will be a continue, uh, an interesting uh, situation to continue to monitor. But I think you know, one of the biggest things that we can do right now is if, if, if airlines are, are on your radar or things that you own right now, you know, make sure you have alerts set on those individual stocks. The Dorsey Wright uh, system uh, is very, very easy to work through and set alerts on your positions for stocks that may be breaking down or uh, may violate trends and, and those types of things. So you can leverage technology in that way to help monitor some of these investments that you have uh, in addition to um, continuing to see some of the airline stocks play out. So with that said, uh, Sarah, it's always great uh, talking to you. You know, very interesting conversation that we're having right now on airlines, and I'm sure we could talk about this in a lot of different industries, whether it's uh, the, the hospitality industry, hotels, restaurants, and the likes. Right now, it happens to be airlines, but uh, maybe in a future podcast, we'll talk about what's going on in other industries and maybe even the auto mm -hmm. industry. Um, very, very interesting uh, things that are taking shape in the auto industry in, in light of everything that's gone on in the marketplace. So uh, with that said, Sarah, thanks for joining. Thank you all for taking time to listen to our conversation or the discussion on uh, airline stocks. If, if you have any questions or wanted to follow up, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. Uh, you can reach us by phone at 804-320-8511 or email dwa at dorseywright.com. So thank you all. Talk to you soon.